Welcome to the Ballyhowra podcast series, Community Reimagined. Community Reimagined is a campaign to support social enterprise in the Ballyhowra region and will communicate to the general public about what social enterprises are, how they make a difference and the impact they have on local communities. So this is the second of our podcast series and it covers reimagining vacant spaces, plenty of vacant spaces in this region and what communities have been doing to restore them and reinvigorate them and bring them back to life is absolutely a really positive story. So by the end of the podcast, I hope we all have a better idea of what social enterprises are and inspire others to look about doing something in their own area, um, you know, when they see what has been achieved already. So the theme we want to explore today is all about repurposing vacant spaces. They're not vacant anymore, but they were at one stage. And I'd like to start with um, with Friars Gate in Kilmallock. That's been operating since 1997. Uh, it's a theatre, it's a vibrant venue and arts centre in the heart of Munster. It's dedicated to promoting equality and inclusion in the community by giving all people a forum for expression. It's a 130 seat venue. It's in the heart of Kilmallock and hosts a wide variety of performance, including music, theatre and drama presented by professional and amateur groups. Over the past 25 years, it's presented a busy and diverse programme, bringing in an eclectic mixture of artists and creative people. Today, I'm delighted to have uh, Kira Maloney, who's the manager of Friars Gate with me. And, you know, it's been important, for, for, you know, it's 1997. That's a long time ago for to keep a, a project running. What has been the key behind it? Um... There's quite a few keys, I guess, really. You would have, obviously, the support. So funding is is a huge factor in how Friarsgate runs. We get funding from Pubble, the Arts Council, Ballyhara, of course, um, and our own Limerick County Council. So that would imply us um, partially, that would be Pubble, mm. and then the rest of them would be to keep projects going and mm. to get things started and to to also now most recently I suppose we've gotten the 94,000 um, through the strand two of the CCIF which is a um, community Now that all makes no sense to many of our oh, listeners yeah, yeah. It's alphabet I'm, soup so yes, go on explain yeah. that in layman's terms So it is um, the Community Centre Investment Fund which was rolled out I suppose by Minister Humphreys and there was three three different strands so it was the first strand was up to 25k the second strand was up to 100,000 and then the third strand was up to 300,000. So you got the second strand. So we decided to be cheeky and apply for the yeah. second strand because I said there's no point in going for the 25k. Right. We've been closed for almost three, well, two years, I guess. With COVID, yeah. Yes. Well, I, was, I wasn't going to say the C word, <laughs> but we've been closed. And also this, the last year, the third year, I guess, essentially last year was... Um, just rebuilding, mm. rebuilding. So mm. during that, I suppose it's a good bit of time to reflect and see what we needed. Mm. And the need was there for refurbishment <clears throat> as it hasn't been refurbished in probably 25 years. So it's an old building. We wanted to seal the building and just do a few things like um, one of the things was wheelchair accessibility because we have a group coming in from St. Joseph's Foundation mm. and one girl in particular couldn't get up on the stage. So that was just a very visual need mm. then that she couldn't get up. So we applied for that as part of our grant as well. 
and we rewarded it. Yeah, right. So and so, have you been? Have you completed the refurbishment then? No, it's it, we it's have ongoing. until January twenty twenty four. So this time, so right. it's going to start. It's kicking off now at the end of this month. Well, that's the first shovel, is it? Yeah, yeah. All well, right, okay. And when's the plan? <laughs> the plan finish date is uh, January twenty twenty four. Right. Yeah. What's been the highlight for in Friars Gate? You know, who have you had? Oh, you we've know, started somebody off. Did they make their first public appearance? Yeah, there? I mean, there's been many, many highlights, I'm sure, through the 25 years. I'm only with them for the last year, but I mean, I've seen it grow from strength to strength throughout those years. But right. we've had the likes, of, you see, you'd have the amateur drama, which yeah. has been fantastic. Huge. And this, huge. this spring has yes. been packing halls. Yeah. I know Ballyhall now where I'm near. They did, um, I think, four or five nights and... There's just a huge outcry for more tickets. Yeah. They're down in the stall now at the end of the, the month. And um, but I mean, there seems to be just a massive interest. Yeah, I and think people are coming out to see local stuff. Exactly. I think because it was the break again, going back to the break, yeah. that people are just chomping at the bit now to get back. Yeah. And a comedy, most of them are comedies in any of these places. So, you know, the, the amateur drama, they'd opt for the comedy. Right. And then you'll fill the place like it's fantastic. Yeah. So we have our amateur drama, like our dramatic society, which would be Kamalak Dramatic Society. Yeah. Um, and we have that. But we also, the highlights are supposed to be like John Kenny. Um, Pat Short and they would still come back Tommy Fleming mm. um, more recently we have Dear Joe Kane coming mm. uh, Friday week mm. um, she sold out which is fantastic for weeks right. she's actually talking about doing a second date right. so it's a tr- it's like we're blessed to get these acts because we're, we're quite small and is that one of your main tasks yeah, yeah, You've it got would be. to fill the program. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is mine, and like a lot of venues would have, you know, maybe the bigger venues would have, they might have a manager and an artistic director. But it's it's kind of combined when you're in a smaller venue. Now, Friars Gate was originally a cinema. Yes. Yeah. So the kind of the seating infrastructure and all of that was there. Yeah. Have you been able to hope? Was that all replaced or mm, what happened? No, um, it was essentially replaced, but uh, they dug it out to kind of make it more of a slant, right. you know, with the seats. But but it's it's still quite. interesting. And anyone that comes in that doesn't know it was a cinema would, will say oh, it was quite like a cinema. But anyone from the areas, I'm sure Tommy would have gone there as well um, years ago. We all would have went there. Our childhoods mm. were filled with going to the cinema. Like So it has a real draw for people as well, a nostalgic feel. So, yeah, it's lovely. It lovely. And just in terms of the funding for the, the whole project, you know, how do you go about that funding? You, you know, if somebody's looking at a community centre or a building in their local community, is the process difficult? For us, it wasn't because we're existing. I do believe right. that when you're not an existing um, building or, you know, uh, we'll say a company, I guess you have to be there a certain amount of years for some of these grants. Mm. But you can go to your local um, authority. So they have a thing called a vacant property refurbishment grant. Right. So basically for us, it would be the Limerick County Council. But it's they prioritise applications in areas where the level of vacancy or dereliction is high. So it's an easy process. You just apply for the grant through the application process. Right. But I would advise, I think personally, if you went to your own um, counsellor, Mm. at least you'd be able to get advice from them in direction. And they'll help you an awful lot. And also Ballyhara, they help you. And what about the process itself? Is it long drawn out? Is it? No, it really wasn't. Does it go to kind of the schedule that it promises, you know, so many working But are you talking about two different things there, uh, like and not putting in, but is it you're established? Yeah, there's something okay. I, yeah. You're talking yeah. about an This is Tommy O'Sullivan from, from the Church of Ireland. Church of Ireland in Kilpinning, yeah. St. Andrews. But like, I, my advice to people is if they're listening to this and there is a, a, a facility in their community to mm. form a group, mm. develop a business plan, because yeah. that's the Bible. 
But can a Bible, can the Bible not be thrown out the window if yeah. the planning permission that you expected to co- to turn yeah, up in that, August that still isn't available it. in January, and you've you've costs that you're paying out and you're eating into your working capital? Yeah, at community level, you won't have you won't have working capital in order to be sat enough. Yeah. Right, you see an empty building. It might even it might like for us when the church while at the time it offered itself to something. Let's just say you you you. you Gifted half acre in a, in a local village, half, yeah. a, half acre mm-hmm. of land or an acre of land, that might lend itself towards automatically being a playground or a sports facility or something like that. But the church automatically lent itself to acoustics, so we knew kind of it was going to go art, culture, theatrical kind of stuff would would fit into that building better. So, like we say, our funding streams and the pillars we went into were solely focused on that kind of. Uh, a, 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 an in goal. Yeah, well, so. I mean that that's but been the tradition of where those kind of buildings have gone. Well, to. some actually went for restaurants, which I think was a, a scandal. There's mm. a lot of them church violence that have turned into restaurants. They're brilliant community centres. Mm. Like we said, for us, it was just solely we said art and uh, culture. But and just became, give it back. You know, when did you take it over? Then I suppose about eleven years ago, twelve years ago. It, it kind of it was sitting. It had been sitting for a good number of years before right. that. But in relatively good condition. It was relatively young. It was well cared for. Well, it was, and it was uh, a life size up to a couple of years before that, maybe eight or ten years. But it was relatively new. It was maybe 18, 60, 18, 70. It was mm. maybe 120 or 30 years old. It wasn't an old building that we would see. Do you know, it, it was around the same time as we built the Catholic Yeah, so it wasn't the whole renovation of it and turning it, we, transformation. We a, it, it was at a point where if the right group came together, Mm. They could probably maintain it, maybe without, and uh, say, and holding the the building as it would have been in its, its its natural form. Like we didn't do much to it, but we put a hell of a lot of money to respect. The but you must have put in a lot of money in for toilets and for ramps. We and did, for we did, yeah, yeah. But like we say, our, our capital investment might have been three hundred thousand, right? Funded, right? But like that's your capital investment for us. And how much of that had you to sell to match with grant aid? <sighs> Off the top of my head. I don't know. Uh, it's say around ten percent. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah you're right. That's about not too top bad. To Forty grand, that kind of money. I think right. we rose at times. Right. Um, so does it matter then? You know, and again, yourself. You know, everybody to kind of comment in here on this. Um, getting the right the right board together, or getting the right group of people who believe in a project. But like-minded volunteers always come together in the community. You're very <laughs> optimistic. They do. They do you do. think? Yeah. I think to do. Yeah. It's vital. Yeah. And like, if, if if you think you're in the wrong group, I'd say. Right. Because like-minded people will get a job done. Right. For the better good of the facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know, more so than any hidden agenda that they might have themselves. Right, right. Birds of a feather flock well, together. Yeah. Stick together. <laughs> Katie, dance yeah. people stick together. Yeah. Band people stick well, together. Yeah, I think you have drawn that out, out of the place because it was kind of Hope Nower that went in there first and maybe a bit of drama. And then I think once the, the community saw that, yeah, they almost would see that the it's... The success it's of, of those groups like the Hub and Horrors and yeah. it, it lent itself into the hearsays. Yeah. Now tell now people uh, who are listening, what's Hub and Horror? Hub and Horror, we say it's, it's actually a, like a festival. Okay? Right. We say before the church one was set up, we didn't have a cultist group in Kilfinan. Right. The cultist group grew around that time. And, the and now it has a venue, it had a venue. Well, it, it, it does now, yeah. And yeah. the Kyoto's group will be more famous for the festival being Flares. Yeah. The Flare Kyol. Yeah. yeah. They also wanted to run a festival, the Kyoto's group did. So they ran a festival 
of traditional dance and music. And they had the facility they called there. Us, but they had a massive facility. I mean, you have to witness it to believe it. Mm. It just linked itself yeah. to hope. Mm. And, whole, and is, just is in, in terms of the output in, in Kilmallock and Friars Gate, did that encourage other people to like pr- practice there or to use the facilities or to develop their own You see, I groups. think uh, we, for us, ours is more years, you You're know. professional. Yeah, well, I want, no, I want to say that we're just a full-time theatre. Yeah. You, you wouldn't volunteers. be full-time. Yeah, you're all volunteers. We're we're actually, that's the, the only difference, I guess, between us, really. Yeah. That you're volunteers and we would be, we would be absolutely like on the payroll, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, and it's a yeah. full-time theatre and it's the only full-time theatre in County Limerick and North Cork. So, right. you know, but we would like, to be honest, what I'm trying to get out there again is just to let people, any community know that they can come in to us at any time. We'll host anything. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> Almost anything. Um, T's and C's. But, um, yeah, we, we will. Like, I'd really love the communities and the surrounding communities to come in. But but like that, a lot of them have their own local halls, which is fabulous as well for them to go yeah, to. And, 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 the and just side, to the introduce yourself now, Tommy. You're Tommy O'Sullivan. I'm Tommy O'Sullivan. And and you're Secretary of the, the, of the, the church. Commentary. Yeah. I'm sec- Secretary of the, the Church of Ireland Committee. It's, it's called the Old Chapel Rooms. The Old Chapel Rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. for the flip side of, of what you're saying is it's harder for us because we're volunteers. Yes. We're yeah. All yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If, like, if I was in yeah. a structure where I could keep applying for funding, yeah. you know, of course we'll try and get it and you get, yeah. you get the village going a lot better. Like as a volunteer, you have to kind of say, right, this month or this year, whatever it is, we're going to try and do this job. This job, yeah. You, you, want you have to drive it forward. Bill, Bill Power, you're there from, um, is it Mitchellstown, isn't it? St. George's Arts and Heritage. And again, yeah. this is another church that's been re-envisaged. Well, we're the kind of baby of the group here, and I'm enjoying this discussion because there, there's so many elements <laughs> in this that are applicable to us. But do you, you think know? birds of fed are flock together, that the, the communities... That I, I do, but we went about it slightly differently in Mitchellstown in that... There was an approach made to me by the Church of Ireland to turn it into a museum. And I said, absolutely not. A museum will kill it. And I also made it clear that there wasn't going to be public meetings, no public consultation. It would be a handpicked board. And we basically put together a board of five people. So our project is driven by five people. Now, obviously, you can't do it without the support of a lot of other people coming in, making donations or helping to run events and so but on. But you bought it out. We bought the building, yeah, yeah. The The Church of Ireland, it, it varies from, from parish to parish, but the Church of Ireland, in our case, um, the Select Vestrian from Moy decided they wanted to sell the building because they had so many other buildings empty that they're having problems with. Mm. They just didn't want another one. And Mitchellstown had, had effectively closed in 2016. I probably got the phone call sometime in 2017 um, for various reasons, Um Nothing really began to happen until 2018. Um, by that stage, it was clear they were selling, not leasing. It turned out to be the best thing mm. um, because we've clear title. We don't have to refer back to the Church of Ireland at any stage of what we're doing. And, and one piece of advice I would give to anybody, if it's possible and feasible and subject to local circumstances, buy the building. Um, it is, and we had. But, to, but I mean, are you buying it for uh, peanuts, or is it market value, um, or what is the market value of a well, property well, like that? Well, are you asking me officially or unofficially? <laughs> um, officially, market value, right? But, but it, it's down to the auctioneers that that value, what that might be worth in, in the market. So basically, um, the auctioneers, and it was three valuations, um, they basically identified all the problems in the building, right? And, and then it became basically a peppercorn price. Yeah. Um, that's how, how you do it. Um, from the point of view of the select vestry, they have a problem off their place. From our point of view, it's 
press on. Now, mm. we bought the building then um, in April 2019. Um, right. At that stage, we had 30 leaks in the roof and they were not in the same 30 places all the time. Um, we had a bell that was deemed to be dangerous. We had um, water flowing in through doors in the steeple and it could keep going like that. So, yeah, it was yeah a You have madness. spent an extraordinary amount of money yeah. in a few years. By, by the end of this year, we'll be at about 700,000, give or take. Now, much of that has been raised from the different agencies. Well, we've had we've had huge support, I suppose, the, the, the biggest breakthrough for us. So we're, like everybody else, we're flying away, highly enthusiastic and so on. In 2019, then the famous yeah, E-word happens. Yeah. And um, we went from being, uh, my description of it is, we were left at the stage where we had the insurance just paid and three and a half thousand in the bank. And we were like the Titanic. And uh, one morning I got a text from somebody, congratulations, and you're going for what? For the grant. And we had so many grants application, grant applications on the go that I didn't know which one he was talking about. And it was a, basically a grant for 116,000 for the roof. So right. that was half the price, well, almost half the price of the roof. And um, so we know went from being the Titanic to the USS Enterprise. <laughs> you know. You're on the road. But how, how, I mean, you know, that level of funding, um, you, know, you know, it's serious money. It's serious money. But I suppose one group that I must mention here, and they, they came to us through Ballyhora, is Clan Credo. Right. Uh, community Finance. They're an agency set up many years ago for social housing by the Presentation Sisters. But now they've gone into funding community projects. Mm -hmm. And basically, um, at one point, we could show that we were, we had grants of um, just over 300,000. Mm -hmm. So we were able to draw a loan from then, uh, sorry, not 300,000, half that. So we were able to draw loans from them of 300,000, 50% being funded by grants and 50% by our fundraising. Right. So without that, it would have been a much longer process yeah. to get to where we are now. Right. You also said then you made a lot of submissions for funding to different oh, agencies. Yeah. And you've gone everywhere. With, you know, a five-person voluntary board for a not-for-profit mm. profit organisation mm. or, ent or enterprise. Um, how do you do those plans? Like there's uh, a bit of detail in that and you have to know what you're at. We live and breathe the place. And Tommy as a volunteer would know what I mean by that. Right. right. No offence to Kira, <laughs> but, but you live and breathe it in a slightly yeah. different way. Um, well, we, uh, I suppose we have to survive, so we, yeah. we live yeah, and breathe as, it because as they come up, you know, we have to... Well, they don't yeah. they don't turn up at the door. No, you, There's no, no money there for yeah, to pay wages yeah. or anything. Um, yeah, exactly. So we do have to, the grants are, they're, you know, um, they're a big part of your life, yeah. huge. Yeah. And you need the money. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, one of, one of the key objectives for us from day one was the sustainability of, of the project. So it's all well and good to say you're going to restore this building. That's the heritage element. The practical element is the arts. That's what brings mm. the footfall. Mm. That's what brings the public support. Mm. You know, we've had individuals walk into the building. Um, uh, I suppose the general reaction we get now because we've, we have a massive amount of work done. Um, the general reaction is the surprise that it still looks like a church. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the heritage element. Our first concert, which was 30 days after we bought the building, right. um, we had planned to take out all the pews up to that point. And at the end of the concert that night, we all said, no, pews are staying. So then you'd say, well, pews are in the way of other things you might want to do. So in 2019, and again last year and the year before, we had a Christmas market. So we've come up with a system where we move all the pews, they become tables by pairing them up with each other. And we've had uh, highly successful Christmas markets just having finished our third one. Mm. And we find, and it was different to Kilfinan, I think, in this respect, 
people in Mitchellstown were not used to going into St. George's. Right. It, 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 there was a very small number of Church of Ireland families and I have to say they've been incredibly supportive of what we we're doing. Um, but there just wasn't, people just didn't go in there. Yeah, it was you know? kind of vague. Because if you're, yeah. look, if you're passing, you see the door open and the staff was still living on a Sunday, yeah. you don't want to get caught in a service, that kind of a thing. Whereas now, one of the one of the challenges at the beginning, and I think we're getting there, is getting people to understand while we may be the legal owners of the building, we being a charitable company, mm. it's bought for the community. Mm. If, if mm. you know, we'll be passing it on to other directors in due course. In due course, yeah. Um, but it, it's not our yeah. pension plan to be in there till we're 90. <laughs> Tommy, you know. yeah, I just, I just, just coming back. to you there yeah. now. Go on. You, you're so surprised when you were talking about 700,000. Y- yeah. Yeah, but like we got to... Like, look, it's a lot that? of money. I said it is peanuts. Do you reckon? I, I do, yeah. And Why I, do you say that? I would even take her own. Like, would you not have sleepless home? nights now if you had, uh, as an independent director, if you had, uh, or a board member? Well, that's, that's one of the problem. If they've given you the, the 300,000 you've got. But like, right. what I'm saying is, the point I'm coming to, what did it that add? What was the added value to that 700,000 to Mitchell's I know Tech Hill Finn for Argonne said we got 300,000, what it was. The hearsay Festival had 2,200 uh, sleep nights. Now, if all them people left it, you know, that, that's just one little festival alone and they did they left hundreds but like in the pubs and in, in the B&B's they stayed and so on so yeah, yeah. like that's what I was going to come back so to added, you on the was the out, what, what, what has actually gone through the door it, it's self-sufficient at the minute right yeah, so the capital investment is done but I suppose what I was talking about was the money that we would get from your state agencies have to have added value added to them for your, I, I would always put right. added value and say if you get a million you will turn it into millions to the area. And, it and is that back. facility there in the pla- in the process when you're applying for something? Like you, you were mean? saying, like you're saying how many bed nights it produced literally but just so with the, one well event. At the planning stage, I suppose you don't know what you're going to hold in the venue. Right. So like the venue has obviously held the, the, the Hearsay Festivals, it has held Flares, it has held the Hope and the Horrors. Like today, there's two groups there. There's a group there tonight. Every night of the week, there's someone there. Right. So like, it, we, are, we are kind of 20, 25 euros an hour. So what then, apart from the, the dramatics and the whole music scene then, what else comes through? We said the Irish dancing is huge in Kilfinnan. Right. It wouldn't have been as big when I was young. Something has ignited it again. Yeah. Like, I think it's really Kira and Liam Flanagan. Without a shadow of a doubt. Much credit right. to them, yeah. yeah I'd be very familiar with yeah, yeah. Finan as well. And yeah. they really, the resurgence was all down to them, actually, too. Just but to having that out. facility then? It, it certainly helped. Yeah. yeah. And what did you and do with the pews? Did you leave the pews in place? No, we removed the pews. Mm. We, we and what's your capacity the then? We don't own the building. Around similar to yourselves, maybe 150, 160 ish. We're 130. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of and, and we're and 170. Yeah, that yeah. I would imagine that was a bit bigger. That's a that's a challenge, though. Yeah, fitting 170 seats for a concert is a challenge. Yeah, um, and is that to do with the the population of the place? Because obviously, of the three places we're talking about, Mitchell's Town would be the biggest. It's to do with what people are used to doing and what the habits they get into. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've had the fit ups going on throughout the last two weeks, and we'll have them again the next two weeks. John Kenny being the last of of, of ours. Um, but talking to, to the people involved in organising that, they are finding it difficult to get people back into centres because they got out of it, out, out of the habit during Yeah, yeah, COVID, same here. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. A big challenge. But yeah. you, well, I mean, the amateur dramatic seems to be flying, though. Yeah, it is. But uh, but in our case, ours, they haven't come back yet as such. They're, they are coming back maybe in April. But was or May. amateur dramatics not flying before COVID? 
Oh, it was. Oh, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, God, it was. Yeah, it was. But at least it seems to have come back to yeah. a strong Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which know? is great. We've had two already in Kilfinnan before Christmas and there's one sat next week. Yeah. I get a word in here for Ballyhall. We had the buds of Ballybunion. I never heard of it before. It was. Um, oh, I heard of that actually. No, I never heard about John B. Keane uh, drama. And it was absolutely brilliant. Now, it was but so good. But does that go back to the volunteer? The person above on the stage. Yeah. The volunteer but they're a different yeah. level. It is. An awful lot more now, into it. Yeah, yeah, but they're volunteers on the stage yeah. and they're, yeah. they're been doing this for months and months yeah, and yeah, months. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But they're not necessarily the people to get onto a, a board or a body where there's 700,000 of a debt and, you know, but it, like it, that's it a different, takes a different animal. It does, but like, mm. I suppose in any community, people have strengths. Yeah. Do you know what we say? Some people will, 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 will yeah. be strong on a board. Right. Like, that's why... AGMs a week because people oh I'm not going to an AGM tonight yeah. no because not a chance afraid they'll get a job which is why I don't go <laughs> it's not all about jobs yeah. it's yeah. about identifying yeah. what's on the floor in front of yeah. you some yeah. people have a hell of a lot more to offer on the floor than they yes. do on the board right yeah. do you know yeah. and not, not everybody is meant to be for a committee no, no, there's no, people, no. we have people coming into St George we have one man he's, he's a retired fitter he's 82 now and I could be inside the building and I, I remember the first time it happened, I was inside the building and I could hear this peculiar sound. And I'm a doubt and he was outside with a horn. He was doing, a, you know, taking away all the weeds. Um, we had the Christmas tree came down, um, uh, last my day of the week yesterday, two days ago. And it's literally a text to Garm, Garm is in. Um, Mad looking to help out and things yeah, like I that. Yeah, I do think the retired yeah. community really for volunteers. We don't have a lot of volunteers. That's actually what, that's what I plan on doing in 2023, getting a bit of a drive on volunteers. So if anybody look, wants to. You look to be young to be retiring in 2023. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like the retired community, they've so much to give. I always feel like even in Kerry one, at one stage, this man left, he retired and I watched him walk out and we watched him walk out through the car park and I said, the wealth of knowledge that has just walked out this door. I really do think that in a consulting capacity, you know, for Kerry, we'll say, that he should be kept on and that, you know, you can retire, but you know so much and oh, yeah. you have so much more to give. And people in like a, In to a be volunteer asked. capacity yeah, as well. Like, yeah, but, oh, um, yeah. And in terms of volunteers, have you got them on board? I mean, have you, you know, energy drives energy. I would have Is to it say hard it. to get the, a new generation coming through? The younger generation, but we bought that generation too, and we probably didn't do a whole pipe for our community until we got older. So I don't know what's hard to, like, it's hard to, I suppose, identify what a volunteer tier is. Take back home because, I may, maybe I'm just talking about Kilfinnan now, but it's quite a successful town. Mm. A hell of a lot goes on yeah. in Kilfinnan. Mm. Yeah. Like, anywhere you go to, you even see it this year for Christmas the mm. lights and the trees. Yeah. Like, but, but again, uh, you but know. Success of dim things make it easier yeah. for yeah. people to come on board. Yeah. Like, our yeah. AGM was last week. After the Christmas lights, I said people were kind of flat and the AGM was held. We didn't get the numbers we wanted. So we did another bit of a drive for the, an AGM. Mm-hmm. We actually didn't hold it, the AGM, so it was an AGM again last week. We were about 30 people at the AGM last week mm-hmm. and I'd say we had 12 or 13 new faces. Yeah. People that saw the value, I suppose, not of what we done, but what the group done. Yeah, but then Bally Kilfinnan has had such a, a, a long, successful liaison, you could say, with leader companies. Yeah. With the leader yeah, company. Yeah, I mean, that has really driven an awful lot of the development in the town as well. But sure, you can let leader in the centre of the town, but if you haven't got the people to pull into, go into yeah, leader, well, I mean, you still yeah, need the people. Yeah, like, and yeah, then every yeah. village but you and need every to coach them out. You have to find them as well, you know. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. Like, forward. You'd be surprised even for us when I was younger. Like, people didn't understand who Bella Hall was. Yeah. Mm. You know, I no. think the youth, if you're talking about the youth, for me anyway, 
what I would be doing is I've contacted the school, our local school in Kamalak, mm. so Klaus Joseph. So for different things like we do an exhibition. So I've gotten onto mm. the art teacher to say, bring up the TYs or, you know, they're always looking for stuff for TYs. Yeah. Um, the TY students, sorry. So if they would come up and maybe volunteer as well, mm. you get them in the door. I think people are afraid, again, like that, to come in at yeah. the door of the yeah. facility and get a job yeah. or feel like they have to stay or buy something or yeah. you don't. I I appreciate every single pair of feet that comes in that door. We absolutely, like, are so yeah. appreciative. Yeah. And if, for the volunteers, if you get the kids in, like we have the drama classes, so the kids come in that way, but it's that teenage, I think it's yeah. that 20s. It's just even after yeah. college when they're qualified. Yeah, but in terms of influencing them into a career in the arts as well. Yeah. By having the space. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. There's absolutely. a brilliant programme out there and it's ran through the schools. What's that, Tommy? It's called the John Paul Awards, Pope John Paul. Yeah. And it's uh, we, we run it above in Kilfinn in the school there. Um, they have to do 40 hours of community service and 40 hours of um, voluntary. Yeah. Is that similar to the Koshka? It's it similar to Koshka. Goshka. Goshka. Yeah. Similar to Goshka. Yeah. Um, they get the Papal Award at the end of it to the middle. And what they're doing is, we might have 35 or 40 children in the school. They do the reading at Mass. They do the collecting of the money. We say in, 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 in the, the hours in the church. Then they'll do the... Um, distorting for festivals. Yeah. That's all considered kind of, that's yeah. on a list, a menu of stuff that they have to do. Well, not it? a menu. It's, uh, they have to offer the, we say they offer their time to the community. So the community, right. can, uh, we, we, we'd approach them and say, look, can you give us a hand? Mm. Tidy towns, uh, there's been a lot of time in tidy towns, mm. outside weeding, painting, cleaning, yeah. them kind of things. And like that's involved. And do you know what we miss so in Ireland? And it's in, in, like, I have a major issue with it. We're so slow to say thank you. And let the volunteers know we appreciate them. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not just the committee that mm. they're in front of should appreciate them. People on the ground should appreciate them. Yeah. yeah like if you're walking is, down the street yeah, and you yeah. see a volunteer painting. Again, you'll ask them to join them. No, but if you're walking down the street <laughs> no, there and you see a volunteer painting, yeah. a, a gate yeah. comes to Yeah, but somebody say, getting bollocking because well, they weren't well, there on a Friday night for two or something. I'm the greatest yeah. believer yeah. In, the, in the idea of the most important duty is the duty of giving thanks. Yeah. Because without those people, you can't operate. It, people sometimes will, will we find occasionally you now that you know they they don't put the euro into the box or whatever because they think it's too little. It's embarrassing. The way I always put that is, if you give us a euro, we can double that into two euros with the grants we get. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't always about the big sums of money. It's it's about the little bits that people do. You know, we've had, we've had people um, uh, make donations to St George's for all sorts of reasons. We've had people coming in helping for all sorts of reasons. The thing that surprised me in Mitchellstown when we started was the number of people who contacted me who were doing all sorts of things in the arts privately. Mm. They weren't getting out there and you're kind of going, God, there's incredible talent around the place. Oh, God, yeah. Really yeah. incredible. Yeah, we can yeah. see that now with the Oscar nominations. Can, yeah, can I just come back great. to something um, Tommy was saying earlier about the, the, the other benefits that come out of this. One of the things that's happened in Mitchellstown is that the county council has put together plans and are now going to another phase of it um, under the Rural Regeneration Fund for the development of the Georgian Quarter. And the Georgian Quarter will be between St. George's down through um, George Street into King Square and Kingston College. Now, for those not familiar with the, with the sort of layout of Mitchellstown, it has two large squares. One of the squares is bigger than Air Square in Galway, just to put that in the context. The other square is just slightly smaller than it. 
And that, these are all the houses that are inhabited, isn't it? The, oh, yeah, the they're all inhabited. Yeah. But, the, but these houses, the, the King Square, Kingston College, Kingston College is a, um, a housing trust that was set up in the 1700s. Um, well, you could imagine Jane Austen walking through oh, yeah. or Elizabeth yeah, Bennet and yeah. Mr. Darcy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, there's actually there's actually a, um, an early 20th century novel set in that square, actually, by somebody who was then a well-known Irish writer, which she's forgotten now, Mr. Victor Ricard. Um, but from from our perspective, it's important to us that the Georgian Quarter succeeds, and that's going to be linked in with Donrell Park, Ensgrove Gardens, and Mallow Castle. Oh, right. So, okay, Park. so you have a whole... So it's a fourth yeah, whole piece, game. right? Yeah. But it, the idea would be that you would then come to Mitchellstown, you would want to see what's done in King Square, Kingston College, but then St. George's becomes the visitor centre. Mm. Now, that is an economic benefit, not just for St. George's, but for the town Fabulous. as a whole, mm-hmm. because obviously tourism is important. It's for people to... I appreciate that, that, you know, your art centre, whatever it is, it isn't just what goes on inside the four walls of it. It's all the activity happening outside that as well, yeah. you know. Yeah, all right. Well, now, having been involved in these projects, now I know, you know, you, you've you come to us, you know, in, only in the last year. Yeah. Era, but gentlemen, you're at it a lot longer. You know, if a community is looking at a project and a building that's sitting there and they maybe get the uh, the chance of doing something with it, what two pieces of advice would you give them, Tommy? Well, I shall have a dog, get, get, get like-minded people together at the very start. Yeah. But, like, keep going. Because there's one thing that even the belly holder will tell you. Try and get your project to a shovel-ready project. Mm. Like, you, you have to separate out your, your project from your funding. Mm. Don't ever do a project because there's funding there. Yeah. yeah. Only do a project if you want to do it mm. and you will get funding for it somehow or another. Like get get your project to that point. So that it's it's, it's don't be chasing funding. Well, we spend people groups spend their life changing funding and changing yeah. the idea that they had because the, the different funding streams come available. Yeah, don't wasting your time. Yeah, stick what you want get to do. Get your project shovel ready. If there's yeah. planning needed or whatever the case may be, get it in place. Right. Funding will come available. So get your project ready and have a good team. Without shadow of a doubt. Right. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I think as regards, you know, empty buildings and all that goes with them, I mean, there's two options there. Let the building fall down or do something about it, mm. right? Very simple as, uh, as that. I mean, we have a situation in Mitchellstown where the presentation campus is now a complete total absolute ruin. Um, whereas an impetus or, or, or an encouragement for St. George's was we didn't want to repeat of that. That's, that's one element. In terms of where you go with it, I think, yeah, you do need a business plan and you need it done professionally. And we're on the tours of getting our second business plan done at the moment. And that's important because whatever, but all the different well, ideas. Well, now you can see the linkages into Dunnerail Park and yes. into the different yeah. places around yeah. and how it all ties together. But well, there has to be a logic to it. Yeah. I mean, and I'd slightly disagree with Tommy. We'll go after the money wherever it is, mm. right? I don't care what it is. If it's if it's 500 euros, we'll try and get it. Um, but that shouldn't be determining where you go ultimately. You have to keep your eye on, on where it is. For example, with us, I, my fellow directors will regularly hear me say, this is not another parish hall. You have to understand it's not, it, it has a heritage. Mm. Our building is 220 years old. It came with a lot of problems, mm. but we've solved a lot of those problems. So mm. summarise your two things again that you'd say to groups. I would certainly say go for it, yeah. right? But you have to go for it with the right people around you. And the second thing is you need focus and you get that through a business plan. And it's not that you have to stick to it, you know, like like it's the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you adapt and you improvise and you overcome the different challenges. But stay focused on what you set out to do in the first place. 
Right. That's much the same now as what you've said, Bill, as well. The people involved and stick with it yeah. and not get changed and, and around. And don't be afraid to look beyond your horizons. How, do you, how are you finding access to funding or how are you finding, are the purse strings open? To, to our surprise, to some degree, yes, the funding is there, which we weren't expecting after the last couple of years. But there is a difficulty. Recently, uh, like the grant that the Friars Gate got, we got an 87,000 grant to put heating into St. George's, mm. which we're now in the throes of trying to figure out what the right thing is. Very difficult thing to do at these times of an energy crisis. But that fund is great because our matching fund requirement for that 87,000 is 5,000. Right. That's easy well, to that's manage. That's very generous, yeah. But most grants are 50%. Right. 50% grants for a community, community group, very yeah. hard going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ours is only 5% now as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. And what about brilliant. you, Tony? Yeah. I, 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 I suppose I'm involved in everything in the town. Mm. There, there's massive funding out there at the minute. There is, yeah. For the yeah. last number of years. And like, that's what it's there for. It's our money. Yeah. It's not maintaining yeah. pastoral donors. And is that, is that, which department is the one? Is Heather Humphreys. Heather Humphreys. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's her. Yeah. Heather she must Humphreys have a great time going around the open. She has a no, massive purse. I, I'm, in, I'm in no way involved <laughs> in politics of any way, shape or form, but she became my hero. Me too. La- yeah. Last yeah. December when we got the grant. Yeah. Because Agreed. it's going to transform us. It means that, that instead of coming into a building that's cold. Yeah. We're dreaming of warm days of 25 degrees in wintertime, you know. So everyone go to yeah. St. George's in their bikini. But that's our dream anyway. You can be sure that they see the value that we as yes. communities. Yeah. Like when you get awarded it, as you right. know. I mean, like we walked this year already since last, maybe November, we came yeah. out from Bay Land yeah. well, ourselves to try and get funding for the Paddy's Day Parade. Mm. My argument was simple, like, you give us two or three thousand, we'll turn it into 10 or 12. And that's what will happen. If you give any small group a few bob, they'll turn that into thousands. Yeah, but I, I like that approach and I haven't heard it before, that multiplier effect, yeah. you know, use, yeah, using that, you know, yeah, and, and you that is, to. you have but, to. But what we don't quantify ourselves, um, and, and I know you don't, and I know none of our people do either. If you were to actually put a financial value on the voluntary time that people oh, make yeah, like us and Tommy put in, uh, we'd be on fairly handsome salaries now. Yeah. And we're not yeah. doing this. We want the time to do this. You know, we're doing this because we actually love it and we're passionate yeah, about it. Yeah. We can, you know, and yes, the, not everybody agrees with everybody all the time. I know my role always as chairman is we have to stay positively focused, you know, no matter how things mm. go, no matter what hiccups you have, I well, still you have can't to be have, positive. You can't be going off like having a heart attack now. I'd no. say now, you know, Tommy certainly wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I'd love to have the same attitude towards Towards, um, but you know what? I've been going around for years telling people this. Yeah. Like that's my message all the time. The yeah. positive side of it. Yeah. Well, fair like, juice to you now. Yeah, but people are very fast to knock and we're very slow to, mm, to yeah. congratulate. But like there is massive opportunities in our communities. I've no doubt. And the grants that are there is just to go back to that. Um, you know, there is a lot of people trying to do stuff as well. A lot of different communities, a lot, a lot mm. of different community mm. groups, should I say? Because even last year, a lot of the. The grants were oversubscribed, they said. That's right. You know, and one one uh, place in particular that we'd applied for and that one in particular we didn't get, which that happens too. Yeah. And that's fine. You just have to dust yourself off oh, and go back on again. Yeah, but you have and that would be an advice. Yeah, but you end up with a shovel ready project. Yeah. 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 And you in. have you have it there to put yeah. into another yeah. grant yeah. application, which yeah. you've all the work done, so yeah, go yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing there with that was she said, you know, it was X, Y, and Z, because you always ask for feedback as well where you may have gone, you know, on yeah. the, the grant yeah. if it was if it wasn't granted, I suppose. But um, she just said, look, it's disappointing, but we even had 500,000, which we upped to 800,000. And she said it was still oversubscribed. 
So they had to, there was 20 odd, 30 odd applications. Well, it shows there's activity and vibra- you know, yes. vibrancy yeah. out there in rural and, communities. And you must remember when, when there's money invested in a centre, mm. that's in our case, certainly, we've a, we, we, where we can, we always give employment to local individuals. And that's appreciated. Now, sometimes the nature of it, you can't, the, the expertise isn't locally. But I mean, we've discovered the most amazing carpenters, electricians, mm-hmm. builders, yeah. stonemasons. Yeah. I could give you know, And then you're putting them to go work with a yes. different kind of project. Mm-hmm. And, and they become part owners of the building because yeah. when we were doing the roof, um, the contractors who, who got that award and it was a tendered um, project because of the scale of it, literally from his front door he could see the roof of St George's and you know the guys who worked on that roof will always be able to tell their children and grandchildren I fixed that roof or I was up in that steeple or I you know I did that window and that's that's part of the community ownership as well and just before you finish I suppose one thing we didn't really mention and they're kind of always in the background is the Ballyhall development yes like they really live up to the name it's the Ballyhall development to develop an area And they're pushing oh, people yeah, on. There's programs going yeah, all the time. Absolutely. One there is no lack of information or pathways or pillars for yeah. people to be Yeah, but also, yeah, if you're ever in. looking for contacts, you know, even yeah. for me, when I was looking mm. for that grant, I, I contacted them and said, do you have a contact that I could get even, mm. um, you know, a quote from? Or the officers, one of the officers had said that he had helped another community, you know, help them, advise them with their grant mm. application. Mm. So, like, they're there. They're there just to contact yeah, us, right. reach yeah. out. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. reach right. out. You don't know the kind of the number, the people and the range of skills that are in any exactly. community. Well, listen, Tommy, Bill, Kira, thank you very much for your enthusiasm mm. and your encouragement for other communities to do what you've done. Um, you know, I, I certainly really have enjoyed this discussion. You do, you do realise it requires insanity as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, more or less. If you want to follow up on anything that we've covered today, just check out the links on the show notes of this uh, this episode. So uh, well done and thank you again. Really enjoyed that chat. And thank the best you. of Thanks, luck Marit. with your individual projects.